Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. Hey, not in on Gresh. Hey, not in on reviving Gresh. Coop, get in here. Mouth to mouth, Gresh. Get up. Oh, God, he's actually not moving. Can somebody get uh, Ken in here and maybe he can help us do, finish this segment off? Get up. Mickey loves you. So, Gresh took a big whiff of the uh, motivator bag hack, and I don't think it was, it was rough, wasn't it? It's awful. I think I broke my ankle. This is Gresh and Fourier. Mahomes takes a knee, and that is it the kansas city chiefs are going back to the super bowl for the fourth time in the last five years andy gresh purdy is under center he takes the snap he backpedals a step zeros on the clock it's over the sidelines empty with the comeback for the ages the 49ers are going back to the super bowl and ripping the heart out of the lions christian fourier this may have been always shot do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. It's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. Gresh and Fourier right now. Is Andy Reid really going to retire, or is this all poppycock? Right now, no poppy. All Oh, here's Billy bringing that LDE. On W-E-E-I. That's it for me. I am done taking the cheese and listening to everybody uh, on Lamar uh, 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 Jackson. I'm done. I'm done. I should have stayed with my original thought. Instead, it was, oh, Baltimore could be lined up, blah, blah, blah. This guy has beaten C.J. Stroud and Ryan Tannehill in the playoffs. (laughs) Ooh, but he can run around, and he's an MVP, and (laughs) woo-wee. You're not allowed to be critical. Hold on. Let me start the show first. (sighs) You're not allowed to be critical. Of Lamar Jackson. Why? Why? It's like being critical of Deion Sanders. It's the, they're the same. It's the same type of vibe. If you are critical of Lamar Jackson, you are just a hater. You're just mean, nasty, and you just don't like greatness. That is that is the same damn thing. I see it already. I saw it yesterday because every there's a lot of people who are just keeping it real. Oh, and they were and they were using it. Went wrong for someone yesterday, <laughs> and we'll get to that. And it, it is amazing how you're not allowed to be critical of Lamar Jackson, but you can be critical of all these other greats that won MVPs that couldn't win it, that everyone doubted, that everybody ripped because you can't be highly paid with a lot of accolades, with a lot of freaking shine, and you know uh, people fawning all over you, and then choke when it matters most. You, you just I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. Agreed. And Agreed. you can and you can and you can sit there and you can be bitch and he's listen, Lamar Jackson is an unbelievable football player. He's an unbelievable he's an unbelievable quarterback. He is. So is Josh Allen. So was uh Phillip Rivers. Uh so was a lot of guys that just couldn't quite get over the hump. And based on their limitations, we said it on Friday. We did, and I and I tried said, to talk you out I of know, it. And I try, I contradict. I even admitted I'm contradicting myself. And what is the I've rule? Never, I have never been a Lamar guy from the beginning, but I thought from an overall team standpoint, they were healthy. That offense would have some answers. And no, it doesn't matter who the offensive coordinator is. When it comes to Lamar Jackson having to throw the ball close and late in a football game, it just doesn't happen. And you go back and look at the Houston game. The numbers were okay. There was a lot of rushing yards in there for Lamar that day. But it always boils down to 
you need to make big-time throws late in games. And my argument on the whole running quarterbacks are, like, Patrick Mahomes, to me, a part of what makes him the best all-around quarterback in the game right now is that he's athletic. But his athleticism doesn't show up in let's run it 15 times a game. His is to get out of waste and then throw the ball and be accurate while doing so. That's the part that, that to me, a lot of people miss. It's the, oh, he can throw it a country mile. He can run left and throw it 75 yards the other way, blah, blah, blah. Well, can you do some of that stuff and still be accurate? That's the secret sauce for Lamar or for uh, Patrick Mahomes. That to me, Lamar Jackson does not have consistently enough in his game to get to the next level. And I will just add, and you can easily look at that game, uh, uh, the Ravens and the Chiefs, and you can sit there and go, wow, um, uh, they were just stupid, just so Stupid, undisciplined. Like it's like, like, did you think you can you could afford to burn some plays and give away some penalties and extra possessions and yardage and first downs because you're that much better than the Chiefs? They're so dangerous. Do you think that like Zay Flowers, big play, taunting penalty, another big play, fumble? Like you can literally look at that. They're gonna be sick when they watch this game because they should have won. They had every single opportunity to win. And I will give credit to the Baltimore Ravens, other than that very first series that the Chiefs had. Like, they didn't really move the ball. Like, the Ravens' defense shut them down, but the lead was too much. They couldn't finish. Red zone interception where Lamar Jackson throws in two. Not one. Not two. Not three. Triple coverage. As you would say, a team meeting. Oh, yeah, a team meeting in the the end zone. It was just pathetically bad. And, And I would say, again, this is a coaching matters type of vibe for me. Uh-huh. Steve Spagnuolo, uh, defense corner of the Chiefs. Wait, you mean defense matters? Yeah, defense does. And defense coaching still matters? Yeah, it Are does. we sure now? Do we want to be so bold to, to turn people 28 and younger off by saying defense matters? He's, he's, he's so predictable, Lamar Jackson is. So yeah. regular season, yes. He and he did. I wish we could have found it because – Exactly what we said was going to happen happened, right? They rush four guys. The Chiefs do. They spy. They drop into zone coverage. They let him run all over the place, and nobody's open. He, he killed him in the first series after the Chiefs scored. He has this unbelievable scramble. It seems like it lasts forever. He hits a flowers touchdown. Like holy crap, this guy's special. But then that was it. Yep. Like he had used his one like golden ticket, and after that, Chiefs go on the sideline. They figure it out. And then nothing. They can't run it, and he definitely can't throw it when you need a traditional pocket passer. There you go. And if he's not, Brock Purdy was better than he was. You know what? You're right. So, I mean, it just goes to show you that he may be, you know, just the one guy that always, like, what did we used to call, people used to call Peyton Manning the best regular season quarterback in the in the history of the NFL. Correct. That was what they called Peyton Manning. The best regular season quarterback in the in NFL history. And listen, if Peyton Manning can wear that and own it and it was and it was on him forever until he finally did win it, then that's Lamar Jackson and too freaking bad. Uh you mentioned that the coaching matters. I know Wiggs was all uh, wound up about John Harbaugh and stuff like that. And then there's the group on the other side who look, let's be real. What did Mahomes and Kelsey do yesterday? They did what Brady and Gronk used to do. Hey, Gronk, you're lined up wide. Brady could look and know. You know, big third down. Like, I'm trying to remember. I think it was the 18 season. Gronk's lined up out wide, throwing him a slant route on third and nine. Everybody knows it's coming. You still did it. Same with Travis Kelsey yesterday. You knew you're getting him the ball. You knew that he was a threat. You knew that he was arguably the number one guy. And they still, he still ends up with what did it end up? 11, 12 11, catches yeah, at the 11, end of the day. Yeah. And every one of them hit. At one point, I think it was 11 targets, 11 catches for Kelsey. That was Brady and Gronk type stuff. And it helped Kansas City. That and Chris Jones, by the way, because again, I'm now more and more, you know, we've got all these wide receivers sitting at home. And you know who made a massive impact in yesterday's game at $30 million? Would you rather pay Tyreek Hill or would you rather pay Chris Jones? Kansas City paid Chris Jones, 
and Cand- and Chris Jones was a massive part of the reason why the Kansas City Chiefs are headed back to the Super Bowl. Well, well so was the uh, I'm trying to see the guy, the guy that for Kansas City that um that knocked the ball out of Zay Flowers, uh, Steen or Sneed. What was it? Sneed. Sneed. Is it Willie Sneed? Yeah. He had the no, two. No, that's the wide receiver. That's the wide receiver. Okay. Jadarius Sneed. Jader- thank you. He had the two biggest plays of the game. Zay Flower catches an unbelievable pass. Sneed catches up to him, doesn't give up on the play, tackles him. And like a dope, like a stupid rookie, Flowers jumps up, doesn't even score. Sneed tackled him, saved the play, taunts him, flag. Don't get any points out of it, right? They can't get a touchdown. Then, again, Zay Flowers, another big opportunity. And guess who pops it out of his hands, preventing the touchdown? Sneed again. And who do they go? And going after a rookie in that spot. Two of the biggest plays Mm -hmm. in the game were by a defensive player. And then the third biggest play, I would say, is the way the Kansas City Chiefs ended the game. It's a third down. They decide to throw it. And it's almost like a Hail Mary, holy crap, hope somebody's in the area. And the Chiefs come down with it. That is big-time player making a big-time play when it matters most. How amazing is it that two weeks in a row we have someone young trying to reach across the goal line and the ball gets it's knocked just, out? It is such a, again, he's a fabulous player, and he's a great person, too. He's a great, great, tough-ass kid. Jose Farr's had a hell of a gonna year. He's going to have an unbelievable career. Life lesson for you. You got to understand your circumstances, the situation, and how unbelievably resilient the defensive players are because that should have been a touchdown. And here comes this guy who's a vet who's going to knock. All he's got to do is knock the ball out of your hands. And all you really have to do is be okay with maybe being a yard short. Well, you know, Christian, you mentioned situational football, and that takes us to the NFC Championship game where, uh, well, the Detroit Lion pulled, I guess, the latest version of an Atlanta Falcons. It was 24-7, to not 28-3. to But uh, how did the Detroit Lions deal with prosperity? Well, not great, Bob. And uh, <laughs> when you look at what the head coach did in Dan Campbell, uh, he's really being called into question today. Because we have the numbers people that are out there. We have the analytics people, the number nerds, who will just say, you know, things like, you never draft a kicker, or you always go for it on fourth and whatever, and da-da-da-da-da. Game situation and the importance of the game has to count. So Dan Campbell goes for it on fourth and three, down 27-24, in what would have been a 48-yard field goal, and it would have tied the game at 27 And there's no guarantee that Detroit would have won the game after that, okay? Let's be very open and honest about that. But my God, you have to read the room. And this is where analytics evaluates every game as if it is the same. To them, that's the problem with numbers. That's also the problem with, and I get it that it got Dan Campbell there. And a lot of people, you know, hey, he's just keeping it real. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about that. As a bad, oh, I know, bad, I know. There spot. is, there is. My dad used to always talk about this. You know, being a police officer, there is the the letter of the law that is very strict and okay, and it's written a specific way for a reason. And then there's the spirit of the law. Like my dad used to say, "Hey, you know, do you know that it's illegal to spit on the sidewalk?" This is in L.A. I was like, I don't know. Like a cop could literally. Write you a ticket for spitting. You know, jaywalking. You can get a ticket for jaywalking. That's the letter of the law. Dumblaws.com for those who want to find them. Yeah, but spirit of the law says, give me a break. Is he really hurting anybody? Spirit of the law says, okay, the guy, it was safe. Nobody was affected. There wasn't a wreck that was caused by him jaywalking. Let it go. To me, this is a similar situation. There's Dan Campbell, letter of the law. I go for it, and I'm not changing my ways. Like Brandon Staley. Yeah, yeah. And then there's the spirit of the law that says, eh, let me read the room a little bit better. Probably should just take the points because it's still a, it makes it a three possession game regardless. So let's 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 go against what the book is telling me to do. Let's go against what I have been doing, and the players aren't going to look at you differently. They're not going to be a shit. I can't believe you didn't go for. They turn their head and they throw tomatoes at you for shame. You said we were going to do it. Well, it's a little different situation. I think I should be more, I don't know, 
Careful. Let, let's tie the game and count on our defense here at 27. Let's not take uh, ourselves out of it. And there's momentum and everything that goes into it. And look, if you do it and you miss the kick, then it's on the kicker and you miss the kick. But when you, I mean, I mean it's just, I, I, I thought that was a boneheaded play. I really did. To me, you take the three, you tie the game, and you put the pressure on San Francisco. They have a neophyte quarterback. They have a young guy who, by the way, should we have a discussion about the Patriots finding their next quarterback in the seventh round? If San Fran can, can't they? We we definitely. Or, or is we, that silly we, there's a listen. There's the, no. I know I'm being silly on that no, one, no. but still, there's part of it. I had a long discussion. Well, not a long. I kind of threw out some just you know some chum in the water uh, on X this uh, Twitter. Uh, previously known as Twitter, over the weekend. I got a lot of funny responses about the modern-day offense is what we talked oh, about, which I thought was really... Oh, the modern-day really, offense. Yeah, yes. so there's a lot I want to get to you, with you a, on this, a lot of these subjects, because I also believe, like, one of the questions I was going to ask you is, you know, do you believe in momentum? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. How about this? 28-3 to and the comeback for New England doesn't happen without... Momentum. Some because scientists will say it's a it's not a real, tangible, uh, quantifiable, like stat. Momentum doesn't exist. It's only in your mind. It's not real. Bullcrap. Then why doesn't it happen all the time? Why doesn't it continue? Because some, why does it stop? Because some people know how to deal with it, or some people like Matt Ryan and the Falcons get complete pucker butt when the momentum starts to go the other way because you can't stop the avalanche. Yeah, again, this is where we're getting into existential thinking <laughs> or something silly like that. Oh. Uh, you're, we got people on the line who want to talk about Lamar Jackson and Dan Campbell already. 617-779-7937. And you know what's interesting? And uh, someone even texted in, Christian. A lot of this weekend came down to a lot of the stuff we used to hear from some guy who is now too old to coach in the NFL, too antiquated, too lost in his ways, yet a lot of what that guy talked about reared its ugly head this weekend. We will get to all this with you, and we also, I mean, Lamar Jackson, uh, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, it feels like Mahomes is the only guy who can even sniff Brady. Maybe. Hey, Mel, Bri here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty... Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget. Just as soon as... Right. Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas... Phoenix, and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Now, more Gresh and Fourier on WEEI and streaming on WEEI.com. You're watching When Keeping It Real Goes Wrong. I don't regret those decisions, and that's hard. You know, it's hard because, you know, they didn't, we didn't come through. It wasn't able to, to work out, but I just, I don't, I don't. And I understand the scrutiny I'll get. That's part of the gig, man. But, you know, we just... Just didn't work out. Dan Campbell. Once a heartwarming story of perseverance. Today, a sparkling example of when keeping it real goes wrong. Oh, Dan Campbell. It was there for you, friend. You had the big lead. There is something that I do want to get into with Fourier about learning how to win. And no, no, no. There's regular season wins. And then there's learning how to win in the playoffs. 
We got a very busy Monday here with Gresham Fourier. Make sure you are following us on Twitter or X. Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I. Good morning to the Twitchers and those watching on YouTube on the W-E-E-I live stream right there on YouTube. Or you can go to Twitch, twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I. Texts are rolling in at 3-7-93-7. The calls are flowing as well. Let's go to Jerry in Framingham. First up, Aggression Fourier. Hello, Jerry. Good morning, gentlemen. I hope everyone is well. So um, Christian took a little wind out of my sail. Uh, right before the break, but let me see if I can kind of make this point. I think certainly Lamar Jackson is is an athlete, to say the least. I mean, that's not even accurate. He's a he's a freak. But I think one of the attributes that makes him such a threat are the same things that make him unable to take that next step, Gresh. You know, as you said, when it's when it's crunch time, and he's going to make that tight throw, he has the option to bail out and run out. And I think his legs have bailed him out certainly many, many times. But I think that ability has also prevented him from exposure to that I have to make this throw in that tiny window. And and it, it ends up holding him back. Look, uh, I, I think at the end of the day, why certain people in the NFL harp on accuracy over arm strength is because accuracy matters more. Am I wrong on that? I, I would just add anticipation because, because it just it's it's those two together are so because you could be accurate, but if you're if you're late or if you're too early, doesn't matter. Good point, right? So the, I think those two things, like the things that I would want more than anything, double A. I want those two things: accuracy and yeah. anticipation. Yep, because yep. I'm paying my wide receivers to get open. I'm paying my offensive linemen to block. In the end, the most important thing for my quarterback is to be able to be accurate and, and, and to be and to have timing. Mahomes has that. Does he have other intangibles? Absolutely. But the most important, he's as accurate as anybody, and he, and he anticipates in that last throw of the game. I forgot who caught it. Um, uh, Scantling or something like that. Oh, I think yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. Valdez uh, Scantling, yeah. yeah, closed out the game. It was, it was literally like a... Uh, was it an Ephus, Ephus pitch? Kind you know, of, yeah. Right? It just kind of threw it up there high, lots of timing. Let it he come had right to down. run open, and he hit him. Great he fell backwards. Yeah. And, and you know, and there were – and they missed throws too. Yeah. You know, there was – there. I mean, there were a couple throws that, that both guys missed that might have either contributed or ended up getting some points when it was all said and done. And, again, that's the – I think there – those who really like Lamar will say the athleticism overcomes blah. No – at the end of the day, look, Matthew Stafford was a guy that I hammered for years, right? What made Matt Stafford in that run when the Rams won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, the throw in Tampa, he needed yeah. to make one big throw, and the guy made it. Jimmy Garoppolo, the last time San Francisco and Kansas City's in the Super Bowl, Jimmy Garoppolo needed to make one big throw. That's all Lamar Jackson needs is one big throw in a tight window in a playoff game where everything is on the line. And it's been years now the guy hasn't been able to do that. John and Fall Rivers on Dan Campbell's case. Go ahead, John. Oh, my. He left <laughs> six points on the board. Six points on the bet. I don't know. I don't. I, all I know is – and then – Tell me if I'm wrong. Besides those bad calls, now it's fourth down. You're on the goal line. You need 10 points. It worked out. They got it. But they should have kicked the field goal there also because if they hadn't made that fourth down, they don't even get an attempted onside kick. I just, like you said, you guys basically said everything I was thinking when I, when you were talking about it. I just, you know, it was just, a, that was just a, a dumb coaching decision on on those three field goals, and and even though Christian doesn't believe in it, I believe in the what? whole momentum of the game. No, 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 no. Momentum. Hold on, John. Oh, no, thank John. you for the call. No, we'll get to I, it. And thank you. I, I asked him the question Me. because I do believe in it. Yes, like I think it is real, uh, and it, it you can also the the uh, the opposite of that is I guess you know. I guess losing momentum, you know what I mean? Like stuck in first gear. Like 
once it's like you become overwhelmed when the other team, like the San Francisco 49ers, like the so Detroit goes for it on fourth down, they don't get it. Like it's a good call. Reynolds dropped the ball. He was open, tough catch. He should catch it. Next thing you know, um, next thing you know, the um, uh, what should we call it? the Forty uh, ers get the ball. It's a desperation throw. The defender for the Lions actually has great position. It bounces off his face mask, and Ayuk catches it. They score. Next series, Gibbs fumbles the ball. They score. In eight in a, in a matter of eight minutes, they a bunch of crazy plays and fortuitous luck or playing good football. Next thing you know, the 49ers are in a mode, and uh, Purdy is no longer timid. He's no longer scared of losing the game. He's playing with confidence because he's not down 17 points. Crowds and he already, back in it. Crowds back into it. That's a real – you can't quantify it. You can't weigh it. And some stupid nerd with a number two pencil behind his ear will tell you, like, well, it doesn't commute. It's not real. Yes, it is. I agree. Look, it's uh, it was fourth and three from the San Francisco 30 where Detroit was down 27-24. So Detroit had given up 20 straight points because it was, what, 24-7 coming out of the half. So they've given up 20 straight points. If they take the field goal there, they're in a tie game on the road, middle of the fourth quarter, and they've broken the consecutive point streak that San Francisco had rolling in the second half. Totally with you. Yeah, you got to kick the field goal there. And even if you go on to lose the game, you got to give you, yeah, just get it back to even. That's the thing. Like, if you would have said to Dan Campbell at the beginning of the game, hey, listen, you're going to have a big lead, you're going to blow it, but with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter, you're going to be tied and your defense will be on the field. He'd say, F, yeah, let's go. I'll take it. And absolutely he would take that. And instead, it turned into being down 10 and you knew they were done. It's also something I want to get to with you. We talk about momentum. It's one of those intangibles, right? I think a big intangible is knowing how to win, knowing how to handle the moment. I thought Baltimore, even on the coaching end, didn't quite handle the moment as well as Kansas City did. Clearly, San Francisco has been knocking on the door. They've been there a bunch. It's the first time for Detroit. Where do you land on knowing, quote-unquote, how to win in the playoffs? Is it very real it's, in your opinion? It is. Um, this is interesting because every Super Bowl, there is like a team that's been there, and, and like Kansas City has recently. The Patriots have had a lot of situations like that against a team that had no experience, and none of their players have been to the Super Bowl. So do they wilt? And so I, there's a part of it that says, well, you have no idea – what that new Super Bowl team is going to be made of because maybe they surprise everybody. Maybe they do have that championship pedigree. They just never had an opportunity, and now you get to see it. And then there's other teams like the Baltimore Ravens who just do the the most reckless things, the stupidest things. And I would say even the Lions, it's like you could feel them like getting tight. You can feel their coach being, a, uh, you know, being stuck in his ways and refusing – to change based on the circumstances, right? It's like analytics versus information. He really should have just been using information, like real-time information, not looking at analytics and like his overall philosophy because that's where I think that was his blind spot. Now, people will say, well, he's a live-by-the-sword, die-by-the-sword type of guy, and that's the Detroit mentality. Okay, well, your ass is going on vacation now because your stupid coach couldn't get out of his own way and didn't realize that maybe this was the outlier that it needed to adjust uh, just a tad. Just a tad, because momentum was telling you, don't press your luck. Right. Momentum was saying, you got to get it back, and you got to give your players some sort of, like, cue that they can still win it. Absolutely. So I think he literally, I wrote down in our sheet, critical errors. Well, critical error, what is that? Well, Critical. Is there another kind? Yeah. In the Super Bowl, in the playoffs, the critical errors are maybe one or two. We see it all the time. We've seen it with the Patriots. Uh, you know, a good decision by Bill, great decision by Brady, taking a schematically high percentage chance on this particular player against this particular defensive player. My odds are greater. I'm accurate. I got a set. I'm going to throw it. I'm not going to hitch. Those are the things that you're talking about, mm -hmm. like championship like experience, the Chiefs have it. 
their defensive coordinator has it. Their head coach has it. You don't hear about the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs because everybody knows it's Andy Reid. Right. You know, and they have Patrick Mahomes. And I told you on Friday, you're probably making a mistake because Mahomes is now the, well, they have Brady. Yep. They have, you know what? So now, well, they have Mahomes. Well, every single stat and analytics tell me that the Chiefs should lose. They're a 10 point underdog. Well, they got Mahomes. He's going to make the play when it matters. And uh, and I, I thought uh, there were times where Baltimore made it really tough on Patrick Mahomes. Oh, absolutely. I think there's that part of it, too. It's understanding kind of that sort of ebb and flow of playoff football. Like, it's not all going to go great. And a lot of NFL games are. There are times where it doesn't go great. But are you able to overcome it? Or... If, if you subscribe to a Belichick way, just wait. The other team will screw up. As long as we don't screw up, we're going to have a great chance to win the game. But you have to overcome your own adversity in the postseason. you got to go make plays. you got to be mentally tough to do that. And that's where I think the Chiefs have it. And I'm glad you mentioned Steve Spagnuolo because he is a very big ingredient as a part of that secret sauce in Kansas City. There's now no way you can look at the Chiefs, especially over the last two years, where they let the unbelievable Tyreek Hill go. Well, what did they do? They invested in their O-line. They invested in their defense. They put that money really towards a mother bleeper in Chris Jones, who, when he needed to, showed up in a big, big way yesterday. And I'm glad the defense is actually being remembered because logic would tell us Everybody screams that it's just an offensive league. Okay, well, if that's the case, then your defense needs to matter, right? Uh, thank you. Because, you know, people aren't winning games at the Super Bowl level 54 to 51, for God's sake. Because I would say, uh, if you were going to have to give it, I know we'll grab this guy real quick, but if, if if you were to say, if you had to give the game ball to the offense or the defense, and you, you give only, it in the Kansas City game, you're giving it to I the defense. I would give it to the defense. Absolutely. Yeah. No question. Especially with that guy, that offense, how dangerous he is and how difficult that um, game plan had to be and how, I guess, stressful. That's the word I would use for Lamar Jackson, especially in this game. Four rushing four guys. He's all over the place. He's so slippery. He's so fast. You've got to be so careful with him. And yet, they managed it. And he ended up throwing a pick when it mattered the most. Exactly right. John in Rhode Island, aggression for you. Hello, John. Hey, guys. Uh, I just want to say that watching those games yesterday made me realize that the Patriots are extremely far off. You either have to have an all-pro running back with two top receivers, a top 10 tight end, an all-world defense, or you have to have the best quarterback in the world to advance to the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you're either the 49ers with the absolutely amazing roster or you're, I mean, I know the the Chiefs have, you know, the O-line and defense, but it's it's all Mahomes. You know, Patriots need one or the other. They don't have either one. John, you know? Basically, so, Fourier, what's going on here is John is trying to justify being Mr. Offense uh, calling into this show for the last three years and that it's all about wide receivers and all that kind of stuff. And it is very interesting to hear John kind of mention about, you know, either the defense or the O-line because – you know, uh, during the season, it was all about not having guys like Tyreek Hill or whatever. So it is uh, it is rather interesting that our the, guy jo- John is trying to defend his own take with uh, we could jumping that. in on this. Are we, I want I I don't even know what John we're going knows. To. I love him. I needle the hell out of him. It's just too funny sometimes. How like, is a guy? Because John's like a big tire. How is a guy like Tyreek Hill at home this week? How is he? That's not part of the modern offers. Tells you need a fast wide receiver. You need a special quarterback. You need this. You need that. You need all these, these, all these assets. And yet, all oh, this is just not the way it's playing out. How, how about this? I re, uh, uh, one of the earliest Super Bowls I ever went to, Christian. I met Hank Stram. The original, oh, you met Hank Stram. Met Hank. So this would have been first one that I ever went and covered. Would have been. Uh, down in Tampa, Giants and Ravens. Okay, so ninety nine into two thousand, whatever. And I remember being around like all of a sudden, it's like, hey, I remember hearing Hank Stram say, "To win it all, you got to do it all." And whether you're the best in the league at it or you just find a way to do it in a big moment, however it happens, 
you do need I, – I, I think we become so paralyzed in to offense, 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 you forget about the other parts of the game. And I go back to something that you said Friday, and we're going to get to Gerard Mayo and what the hell is going on in Foxborough, but you said something about Gerard Mayo better hire a, a, a vested veteran, knows what he's doing, special teams coordinator. Because what you don't want are mishaps like that. And I think of stuff like that in the way these teams are built, the way these coaching staffs are put together. You know, what are you really drawing from? And that's where I give a guy like Steve Spagnuolo a bunch of credit. He wasn't afraid of Lamar Jackson at all. Blitzed him when he needed to. Did a good job of hemming him in the pocket. Knew how to handle the situation. And whether it is a young coaching staff trying to just make it to the playoffs like what Mayo and crew are going to do or a team trying to win it all, that rung with me watching those games yesterday of the what kind of people do you have on those sidelines that are trying to manage and deal with those Yeah, moments. and those critical errors that I mentioned are because you only, if you're a really high-level team, you're really only looking for a small little opening. You're just waiting patiently. Like, you know, it's you know, two or three plays in a it. game, right? That is it. You're just waiting. You're just waiting. You're waiting. You're being disciplined. And sure enough, they screw up. You take advantage of it. You're prepared. You've been there before. You already have a the you already have the counter punch to when they open it up. And the next thing you know, that team that thought they had the that trophy in their hands is literally just planning their vacation right now. And just sick. And they won't sleep because of these decisions. And they may never get there again. That's the reality of it. Dan Campbell even said that after the game to his team. This might have been our only shot. Wow. That is. Yeah. That's heavy and in the moment. I but I don't know if I'd have said that at that point. Yeah. Like, you gotta He's keep... an emotional guy, though. He wears his emotions on his sleeve, right? Yeah, he'll, he'll take that one uh, back. Yeah, it's a lesson learned. And look, I told those guys, this may have been our only shot. Yep. That's it. May have been your only shot. This may have been our only shot. He's Might right, though. No, I mean, there are a lot of teams. That, hey, listen. You got to be good. You got to be lucky. Remember when Jacksonville came in here for the AFC title game? And what was that, 2018? It was like Blake Bortles. Yeah. And it was like, oh, we got this fancy corner and da-da-da. Yeah. Nope. They, they, they turned it but out. They did beat the Patriots in the preseason. Oh, they the did. The next That's year. Right. Which That's is very right. important. The, it's a big win for them. Yeah, I forgot about uh, I forgot about that. Well, imagine if after the AFC Championship game on CBS yesterday, you heard the following. We'll get the thoughts of Bill Belichick on this game next. Is that the road that Bill has to go to? Like some groveling snoop? Like some groveling just guy begging for a job that somehow a guy with eight rings in total has to go to TV? Oh, we're going to get to this next. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. 
As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tecovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade, handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Now, back to the guys Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Oh, yeah. I wonder how much of the game management that was going on during these conference championship games. I wonder how much old Bilton Hoodstein is uh, sitting there going, yep, that was dumb. Uh, But apparently now there is some kind of thought that uh, Bill Belichick needs to go to TV next year. Well, that would be me. I am saying that. Okay. I am telling you. I'm curious if you agree or not. And uh, and Nick, I'm going to grab this. Get ready for this Pat McAfee sound because I do think it's relevant to this topic. Um, I believe that if Bill wants to be part of the what I'll call it the 2025 NFL hiring cycle, he needs to do TV. He has to do TV. Oh God. And and I would say a big part of that is perception. The perception, even with even like people in the NFL who should know better, are still kind of caught up in what was the most recent smear campaign done by reporters, ownership, leaks, you name it, uh, involving Bill Belichick. Even if they didn't interview, the perception is out there that he's old, he's used up, he, d- he doesn't like to compromise, he wants full power, he's a dictator, blah, 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 blah. The reality is an unbelievable coach that still has a lot of gas in the tank. And a lot of people were job scared and they're yeah, afraid yeah. of Yeah, and, 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 and intimidated. So real quickly on Friday, we weren't able to get to this, um, but uh, Pat McAfee obviously wants to throw his hat in the ring. I want to let everybody know, I will make this promise, that if Bill Belichick is going to go do TV... Oh. Old Pat McAfee will be in the running to try to get Bill Belichick <laughs> yes. to join our program. The amount of questions, just every, as soon as I see him, and that might be a reason why he doesn't want it. True. But our group of humans mm-hmm. just brrr, never-ending questions to Bill Belichick, who literally knows everything about the NFL. Everything. Mm-hmm. Every game that's ever been played, seemingly he has a Rolodex of all of it. Mm-hmm. Every player that's ever been great, that's why he was great on that Top 100 show, yeah. because he didn't do any prep. He just walked in there, sat down. Like, Here's a guy from 1924. He was the first ever, stop, I got it, fullback. Yeah, he did. What was great about him was, and Bill does the full breakdown, and after what we saw on College Game Day, it's got Moxie too. Yeah. Yeah. He's great on TV. I think we'll all be incredibly lucky if that's the case. Okay. Agree or disagree? Yeah, he doesn't have to go on TV at all. In fact, if anything, you know, what teams are going to have to deal with is is sort of Bill's thoughts on how he wants to run the organization. Because as we hear more now from Atlanta, there was the, yeah, okay, Arthur, this is the way I do things and here's why. And no one has the kind of credibility to do it. And if you want to hire me, fine. If you don't, then you don't. But... All Bill Belichick has to do, Christian, is be a limited voice once in a blue moon. To think that he has to every week go sit, hey, I'm going to sit beside old man Corso, can't talk anymore, so that people can see that I'm a human being. No. Why would he Why would he start to erode or erase some of the looming specter that is Bill Belichick. Because if he goes on TV, you mean to tell me a general manager then won't be job scared next time around when he's afraid to bring Bill in for an interview? No. We know how this is going to go. There's only going to be a certain kind of organization who will give to Bill kind of what he wants. And I think if he doesn't get what he wants, he'll say, fine, to hell with it. And we'll just be maybe more comfortable than we think to walk away or do something else or whatever because to him it's the this is the way I need it to be so I can run it. Yeah, I do think there's um 
I forget what they call it in the PR world. Terry Fontenot will still be crapping his pants the next time around the it's, name Bill Belichick gets brought up, whether Bill goes on TV and, and uh, smiles and dials and, hell, he could sell stuff on HSN for whatever, you know? No, I, I, no they, I mean, yeah, because all this is is just a way to get him into the building. I do think people, uh, fans... Um, just like any other coach that was fired, just really like anyone associated with the Patriots, there needs to be like a like a makeover, like a like a personality makeover. I don't know whatever you want to call it, but showing a softer side, a funnier side. Now it has it's not going to be college. He wants he's not going to do any college prep on a hundred million teams, okay, and do the be, do the whole guest picker. He would be a weekly guest. Not a full-time on-air analyst, right, like the other guys on these shows. Yeah, I'm you sure. You grab them. Because I'm sure he'd sign up they, to sit beside Rex Ryan. No, they do this stuff, uh, you know, you know, Patriots All Access. <clears throat> they always do the stuff with the, the Bellistrator. Well, that's Something no, like it's, that. It's, he, it's the Mayo Bowl now. Well, the, the point is, though, like, you're going to show him in a real intelligent, thoughtful, clever, like, next-level genius mentality, breaking down a film. Because I don't think he'll go all in on being real critical of a Dan Campbell. No, and, I don't think he would do that. And he also doesn't want to let out some of the stuff that gives him an advantage. Like, for a guy like McAfee, and I get it, he's all giddy or whatever, to think that Bill would go on there and be like, well, yeah, here's how uh, here's how you end up breaking cover three defense if you only have a slot receiver and not a tight end. He's not going to roll out. Yeah, but any everybody, of that but but even even that though, Gresh, some of that stuff is all like every coach sees how to cover do this. So like he would do it his own special way. And even though, but I would say if I'm going to pick a landing spot for him, it's Sunday night. It's NBC because even with Chris Collinsworth years ago when they were not playing in the in the in the Super Bowl when the Super Bowl he, was in Detroit, he did a special thing with Chris Collinsworth, and they it was just those two guys. Collinsworth came to Foxborough, mm-hmm. hung out with Bill. They did a whole. They were just diagramming plays. I remember it was awesome. And then they had Bill on site with Tarico breaking down the Super Bowl. That I do is, believe. yeah, that is all he will do. It's not a lot of time. It's not. He's not sitting there looking at you know some some producer isn't sending him a rundown that is fifteen pages long for a three hour show. <laughs> and he's like, okay, we're gonna go Rex on uh, Matthew Stafford, and then you're gonna take it. And you're just gonna <laughs> talk about the defense. Just the defense. What do you mean? Would you just tell me what you want, and I'll I'll build a reel, and you'll talk over it, and then I'm going to yell in your ear and tell you to stop. So what you're telling me is it doesn't matter whether it's football or TV. The dog wags the tail, as in Bill Belichick is the dog. He will wag the tail how he wants, and if Absolutely. you don't like it, you can choose whether and to I can, hire him I, or not. And you tell me, do you like? I don't know how. As soon as they realized he was going to be iced out, his agent, because it's like first there. First, hey, listen, I, I'll t- I'll do this, and we'll only have him do this. You give him an unbelievable – you overpay him. You overpay him, right? you got to make him feel special now because his feelings are hurt, right? So you got to show him how much you love him and appreciate him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think if I'm Bill, I'm just sitting and waiting. He's too bored. He'll he'll lose his mind. He might, but you know he what? Will, no, he'll, go, he'll right be now, in a hospital. Because right now, going into next year – what are people thinking in Dallas and in Philly or in insert maybe in Buffalo? Hey, if it doesn't happen this year, Bill's out there. No, well, Bill will There's- be, but he's got to be front and center. But he can't be exposed or some stupid. Give me your opinion on this fourth and one. No, I am just going to diagram plays and tell you what they need to do. I insulate myself from criticism. I just give you a tutorial. It's football 101. Like Tony Dungy tries to do it. And he's he's all right at it, but it's not he's not Bill. Bill is a freaking psychopath with that little pointer, and you always hear it like kind of going like. My prediction is it'll be a tiny little bit of visibility of Belichick, but otherwise, you know what you're going to have in all those organizations in the tunnel. There'll be a figure standing there, and he has on a hoodie, and you don't know whether he is the Dark Knight. <laughs> You don't know whether he is the Turk. You don't know. Uh, He's just always looming. It's exactly right. (laughs) That in and of itself. If Bill Belichick wanted to do the smartest thing he could do, forget TV. Trademark him with a headset and a hoodie on and make that your kind of logo. So that way that logo gets plastered all over Philly and all over Dallas. Someone will buy a billboard. The man is waiting. You know what? That's actually a... 
That's Someone what he will buy do. a billboard in Dallas. Absolutely. If McCarthy struggles, there will be just a shadow figure of a bill in a hoodie, and no one will get mm-hmm. sued for copyright inf- infringement or anything like that. I'm with you. It'll just be like the shadow, and it should be on the highway to the stadium. Yep, right beside, <laughs> right on the exit ramp. That'd be awesome. That would be something. That'd be great. Uh, what the hell are the Patriots doing on offense next year? Do we have any idea? Plans were in place, but what are we doing on offense still on it's January 29th? We'll get to that next. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.